Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are joined today by Doug Breaker and Mark Tepper from HomeFinder.com to discuss online home buying in today's competitive internet landscape. HomeFinder is a major listing portal allowing users to search for traditional listings, new homes, foreclosures, and rentals across the country, and it helps to connect agents and brokers to those buyer leads through their online platform. CEO Doug Breaker guides HomeFinder.com's strategic vision and day-to-day operations, and he's worked to transform the HomeFinder.com platform, taking the platform from 100,000 to over 3 million monthly visitors and dramatically improving its product offerings. Mark Tepper, the Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing, is responsible for the sales strategy, agent broker relations, and data contracts at HomeFinder.com, and he secured HomeFinder.com's national relationships with the largest brands in the country, including Rheology, Remax, Prudential, Prudential, and Keller Williams. Under Tepper's guidance, HomeFinder.com's increased revenue more than 90% in the last three years. Now let's welcome Doug Breaker and Mark Tepper to the show, and we will join our host, Tim Harris. Hello, everyone. I'm looking forward to this interview as um, our producer unmutes our guests. Are you guys live yet, Doug and Mark? I'm here. Mark's here. Okay, good. That was quick. <laughs> there's always Just so you guys know, because when we have more than one person on the line, there's always going to be a little bit of a weird delay. So, listeners, if you hear us occasionally talking over each other, it's not because we're being rude. It's just because we it's just a little strange delay. So, guys, first of all, thank you for being our guest uh, today. And I know um, how we go about selecting our guests, or at least asking folks if they want to participate on the radio show, is based on the feedback from our coaching students or what we're seeing in the marketplace. So we get, um, honestly, we get emails on a regular basis, folks asking to be uh, featured on the radio show, and I would say 80% we don't follow up with because our students don't have either any feedback or positive feedback on the product that they're selling. Not true with you guys. You guys have a long-term great reputation in the marketplace. Can you let folks know, because you know, based on the description, it sounds like you guys are uh, doing a lot of the things a lot of the other portals are doing, but I know you guys handle a lot of the information dissemination differently than, say, for example, Zillow does. Can you let folks know a little bit about how HomeFinder interacts with uh, buyers and sellers of real estate in a unique way versus, say, for example, the way the traditional portals do? Yeah, this is this is Doug. Um, I'll, I, I can definitely answer that question. Um, so uh, it, it's helpful to understand where we where we came from and kind of our ownership structure because we're definitely a little bit different than the other portals. Um, so we've actually been around since 2001. Um, we're uh, originally part of a company called Classified Ventures, um, which is a was a joint venture amongst uh, a bunch of different newspapers. Um, Classified Ventures happened to own. Uh, cars.com um, and then apartments.com and then we were the 
the real estate play. And up until 2009, uh, we were just a software provider to the newspapers. In 2009, uh, we spun out as HomeFinder.com, um, launched our kind of a national presence, uh, and then have been operating ever since. Um, currently, we're our own standalone entity owned by uh, Tribune Publishing, uh, Gannett, and uh, McClatchy, um, each own a third of us. Um, so half of our business is still providing uh, uh, the real estate search for newspapers, and then the other half is kind of our direct-to-agent and direct-to-broker to business. Um, so, so like the other portals, we get a, a various various different data feeds from, uh, from direct from MLSs, direct from brokerages. Uh, we get classified feeds from all of our newspapers. Um, uh, we get a, a, a big feed from, from ListHub as well. Um, and then we uh, put that online. We uh, expose that to our audience from over uh, 300 newspapers that we power. Um, we get a fair amount of traffic off of uh, Google and Bing and Yahoo and other sources as well. Um, and then we uh, we sell a, a suite of products to uh, to agents and brokers. Um, one notable uh, product that we have that that the others don't is uh, uh, a digital sign-in app for open houses called Open Home Pro. Um, we bought uh, that company late last year and have been investing a, a bunch into it. And what that is, it's a it's a, a digital sign-in sheet for for open houses that automates a lot of follow-up for for real estate agents running open houses and does a takes a, a tedious task and turns it into a very efficient kind of digital one. So that's a, let's, just a quick talk, overview. Let's talk about that for a second. Describe to our uh-huh. listeners what, what that does. That sounds very interesting because you're right, that is a tedious task. Let our listeners yeah. know how that works. Yeah, so, so Open Home Pro is an app for either uh, your iPad or your Android device. Um, and what you do is you go as a real estate agent, you, you say, all right, I'm going to run an open house. And instead of using a paper sign-in sheet, uh, you actually use an app to capture people's information that walk through your open house. So you would, you would open up the app. You would say, all right, my open house is at 123 Main Street. Um, you would maybe snap a photo or, or bring in a photo uh, that you have of the open house. Um, uh, you would start your open house, and then as people walk through, you hand your tablet to the person and then ask them uh, a number of questions. You know, what's your name, what's your phone number, what's your email? Um, and then you can kind of you can customize the questions after that. So, you know, are you working with an agent? Are you pre-approved? How did you hear about the listing? Um, and then after the open house is done, what it does is it does a couple of things. One, it stores all that information for you of everybody that walked through. But two, and, and more importantly, it, it automatically sends an email to everybody that walked through the open house to say, hey, thank you for coming to my open house. If you need more information, here's my contact info. and includes a photo of the open house. Um, so it takes this, this process of, you know, the ugly kind of sign-in sheet that, that people either put fake information in or, or don't. Uh, or don't sign into into a, a really kind of technically cool uh, process where people sign in, give you really good information, and then automates the follow-up. So typically a real estate agent wouldn't follow up until Monday or Tuesday or you know whenever they got back to the office and typed all that information in. Um, now it happens automatically as soon as you end the open house. You know, it's funny. Every one of the folks we, always inter- we ever interview, it always comes back to the same thing. You just said the speed of follow-up. Listeners, you guys... You know, we drill down on that constantly, don't we? I mean, the the it's won or lost basically in how long you take to follow up with a lead. Uh, I'm sure a lot of the the uh, and we're going to talk about your guys' products for agents a little bit later. But I'm sure a lot of it, uh, the success or failure of these agents' experience, really does come back down to how long they take to actually follow up with the lead. So we'll focus more on that in a second. I'm sort of curious. I mean, you guys have been in this sort of uh, we'll just kind of categorize it as the portal space 
for even longer than um, I think Zillow or Trulia. Well, I know longer than Zillow or Trulia, and, and as long as SayRealtor.com. How has it changed from your perspective? What have you guys had to do to sort of stay competitive in this new marketplace? Yeah, this, this is Mark. I can answer that. Um, so I, I think um, a lot has changed, obviously, since then, as, we, as we've all seen. I mean, the, the growth of Zillow and Trulia and, you know, um, Realtor slash Move sort of, you know, being the big behemoth in the room and then sort of shrinking back. And, and so throughout all that time, you know, HomeFinder has been around. And, you know, one of the interesting things is that, you know, after Realtor.com, we were at one point um, probably the uh, having the second largest um, amount of direct data feeds with MLSs, uh, mostly because of our newspaper relationship. So as Doug had mentioned, you know, we're owned by three large media companies, Gannett, Tribune, and McClatchy, um, and they've had long-standing relationships with their local MLSs to provide data feeds to us on their behalf so they could use that data, you know, for advertising for their print and also for digital and online. So, you know, one of the things that's always differentiated us is this unique uh, audience that we have in uh, people that come from newspapers, uh, newspaper websites. Um, and there also are stats out there that, you know, say that, you know, if according to Comscore, there's a certain percentage of consumers that come to HomeFinder.com and don't visit Zillow and don't visit Trulia or Realtor.com. Um, so we have a unique audience out there that's uh, pretty loyal to us and faithful. And so that's been a, a great differentiating factor. Um, you know, and really at the end of the day, our, our primary goals are, you know, giving consumers a compelling reason to visit our site and, you know, provide real estate agents with a service and value. Our whole goal is to make sure consumers find a compelling experience to come to our site and stay on our site and then also then connect with real estate professionals. Um, you know, we are sort of that eye candy that get them interested in the beginning, but then we want them to connect with the professional when it's time to start talking about doing a transaction. Well, so let's move to that. I mean, so first of all, I'm curious, uh, have you guys, what have you noticed in terms of, we interviewed uh, Celeste from uh, List Hub, and a lot of the other, you know, portals have been guests as well. I'm sort of curious, what are you guys seeing? Uh, you know, search volumes, I'm sure, have changed fairly dramatically in the past, probably mostly 18 months. Are you guys seeing any, do you, how closely do you track parts of the country that are seeing more search volume? Do you guys track the different types of things folks are searching for? Do you sort of track those macro trends in real estate? I'm curious. Yeah, great question. Um, as far as location goes, like specific cities, we, we don't track that you know, too, too much. Uh, as far as the categories do, though, um, you, you mentioned the like, categories of, of searches. One of those being foreclosures. You know, as the number of foreclosures has, has decreased and it's you know, gone down from the, the 40 percentage points back in 08 and 09 down to, you know, close to 10% now. Um, obviously, the, the search volume there has decreased as well. Um, uh, I think Google put a stat out last week that, that shows real estate searches are at a pretty a, a high point uh, in, in kind of online history. Um, and I think that's one for a couple reasons. One, you know, the market's coming back. The market's not as bad as it was in the 08, 09 uh, 2010 uh, period, um, and then uh, with all the advertising that's being done uh, from Zillow and Truly and, and Realtor.com and the others, um, I think people are just you know coming online to to search more than they they did in the past. What are they looking for? What do you are you guys track those trends? Do you drill down at all? Um, I, mean, I don't what, have do that data. Do you see my, any? Oh, you don't have that. Okay, no worries. I, yeah. Yeah, because it is interesting. I mean, demographically, there's there's those two huge shifts that are happening with you know the Baby boomers, obviously. Everyone talks about the baby boomers all the time. But it's interesting to see the early uh, ripples from the Generation Y 
uh, that start they're starting to basically you know buy real estate and they're the types of products that they're looking for. That's, you know, it's, it's fascinating what people are moving back to the cities. All these sort of macro trends, um, which agents I hope you guys are all kind of paying attention to. You know, you guys uh, when you're listening to me interview folks like these guys, these guys are giving a have a window into the future because they can see what people are looking for ahead of time and. If you're connected with them, then you too have access to that same information. It's about as best of a looking glass as you're going to get as far as knowing what's coming next in the real estate industry. So I'm uh, the Great Recession. Obviously, that was that put the industry back on its heels. Uh, you know, w- what effect did that have on like your guys' business? Did you guys retool? Did you how did you reposition yourselves? And that was something that you guys you know obviously thrived during that time too. How did you do it? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, you know, it, it was certainly a challenging time. I think um, in our evolution, it was uh, interesting timing because we were just coming out from being a um, you know we were a, a service provider for the newspapers, as Doug had mentioned earlier, and then transitioned into a uh, national portal in 2009. So for us, we actually were kind of retooling a bit from 2007 to 2009 uh, to become a national portal to you know uh, compete with all those others. And as Doug mentioned, you know we came out of the same families, cars.com and apartments.com. So we had a lot of history and a lot of things that, you know, we could take from, from there. So from 2009 on, you know, we really started building the business and, you know, in the Chicago tech scene, which has grown dramatically, uh, we've done a great job of, you know, capturing audience and capturing, um, you know, great employees, which I think is an important thing to do. You know, what's, what's good to see is now that, you know, the uh, economy has changed a bit, right? And our data shows that, you know, we're seeing prices increase pretty dramatically all across the country, um, decrease in foreclosures all over the country. Um, there is a bit of a slowing down of sales recently if you continue to look at the NAR data, um, but I think there's still a good uh, healthy amount of inventory in there. I think it's about five and a half months' worth of inventory, which is good. And something that we pulled from our data, um, that it is a really good time for agents to, to be building their business. So according to the data we have from Open Home Pro, and as Doug mentioned earlier, you know it's a great product, and we get a little window into uh, what's happening into um, the real estate space, that approximately 60% of visitors who signed into an open house via Open Home Pro did not have an agent yet. So the data huh. definitely proves that open houses are a tremendous opportunity to, to gain new clients, and it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a strategy that people have been employing for years, and you know many have, have gone away from it, but there's still plenty that do it, and there's a reason that they should continue to do it because you can definitely pick up new business at an open house. Well, you know what? I really appreciate you saying that because that's the kind of stuff my listeners love. <laughs> and you know what? You're, re- you're kind of uh, reinforcing what agents know intuitively that oftentimes we're told or, uh, as, as real estate professionals, oh, you know, the best buyers always, you know, they're from the Internet. Well, that might be true. They start their search on the Internet. And you guys are obviously able to know this from your own analytical tracking information. Buyers start their search on the net, but by the time they start driving around in neighborhoods and they start, you know, signing in on Open Home Pro and they start going to open houses, at that point is when the buyers are generally actually choosing the agents that they're going to work with. A lot of you guys are spending way too much time upstream of that, you know, when they're just in the very beginning stages, when they're actually driving the neighborhoods, when they're actually going to open houses. At that point is when they have a tendency to select the agents they'll work with. Sure, they might be in some a, uh, agents' uh, IDEX feeds and might be getting drip email campaigns from droves of builders, but they haven't made commitments to those agents. It's the open house agent, and we're hearing this, guys, from across the country, from all of our uh, you know top coaching students. They are uh, 100% reiterating what you guys are seeing from your data, 
And that trend, guys, uh, listeners, really critical because what that does is it shows you the actual buying patterns of not just the baby boomers but the baby boomers' kids. At the end of the day, people start their search online, and then they drive the city, then they drive the neighborhoods, and then they go to the open houses, they call off signs. Those are always going to be your best quality leads if you're looking on the buyer side of things, uh, and that's where your, your focus needs to be. Um, so let's let's move forward. Now, I'm hearing you say that a lot of your uh, your primary customers are basically uh, you know, m- newspapers, and I think everyone's familiar with how that works. But you guys also do have a pretty impressive suite of uh, products for on the agent side of things. Can you let the listeners know about, I mean, we heard about the open house software, which I'm excited about. Anything else in particular you guys would like to talk about? Oh yeah, no? yeah, yes. sir. This is Mark. No, no, no. We do. <laughs> we do. Doug and I are probably just going back and forth. Who's going to Who's going to handle that one? Um, so, no, the suite of products. Yeah, we have um, a whole host of, of products for agents. So, newspapers are one category, and, and those are those are folks that we power the real estate search for newspapers, and we help you know them sell digital products because they're you know very good and very familiar with selling print. But we also help them you know to sell the digital products. But for real estate agents and brokers, there's you know a whole host of different products, and OpenO Pro happens to be the you know, the latest and greatest one that's out there that we're working with. But, you know, we have everything from, you know, single property websites, so individual unique domains of homes that are for sale. You know, it's a great way to impress uh, sellers when you're going through a listing presentation. And it's really a great tool to put on the sign of the, uh, you know, of the open house, or I'm sorry, of just the listing when somebody's driving by. Because oftentimes, as you had just mentioned, that people drive by a home and then they call the number that's on there or they look at the website. And, you know, because all the portals are really good at index websites, or I'm sorry, indexing listings, um, you know, you want them to start to go to your individual single property website because when they do so, um, then they're going to find you, right? If they were to go to the indexed, you know, listing on Zillow or Trulia or one of these other sites, they might not find you, the listing agent, might find somebody else. So, you know, that's definitely one of our core products, you know, the, 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 the customary products that portals have, you know, the enhanced listing model uh, where you can enhance your listings to drive consumers to, to call and email. And then also what we call my market ads or zip code based advertising is a great way um, to advertise online. The great thing about our product, uh, the, the my market ads, a zip code based product is ours is exclusive. So we only have one, you know, realtor per zip code. And, you know, we don't tie you into a long-term contract. It's month to month. We have that much confidence in our product that you want to stay. And if not, we've got plenty of people out there who want that zip code. Um, and then also our pricing is very affordable, um, you know, comparatively to some of those others. So that, that's, uh, I guess, the, you know, a little bit about a suite of our products. So if I were an agent wanting to advertise with you guys, um, and would I be found on, obviously, again, I'm just trying to pull the pieces together so our listeners can understand. You have your own standalone search site. I get, I get that. But a majority of your search traffic <clears throat> comes from you guys providing the search widgets for the newspapers, correct? Not quite a majority anymore. Um, uh, that definitely used to be the case, but we we do get a, a, a fair amount of traffic from Google and Bing and Yahoo and and all the other uh, kind of sources out there as well. Well, I'm just wondering. Uh, so, if an agent is advertising with you guys, they sort of get the benefit of being featured on your search portal within these uh, newspapers' websites. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. So, if you go to the right. Chicago Tribune and do a search, you end up on Home Finder. Um, if you go to Miami Herald and do a search, you end up on HomeFinder. All of the newspapers that that we power, um, you know, 300 plus. Um, if you do a search on on any one of those newspapers, uh, you'll end up on HomeFinder. 
So that's an actual benefit to the uh, person, the agent who's doing business with you guys, because in essence they're having, I don't know if you want to call it co-branding, but they're in essence getting the benefit of the trusted media source, and that's where they found, you know, so the consumer will have found, you know, from this major new, trusted newspaper, that's how they go about finding their realtor. So in, in essence it makes that quality of the lead potentially better than just buying the lead from, say, Trulia, for example, I would think anyway. That's what we think. <laughs> well, makes sense. <said. laughs> yeah. so, you guys might. I mean, one of the things that a lot of our listeners were. We did a radio show last week. You know, on this whole News Corp thing. I'm sort of curious your guys' take on that. Is that going to be as disruptive to the space as, as everyone's anticipating? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. Um, uh, a couple thoughts are one. It, it's fantastic to see more investment in the space. Uh, you know, you've got you've got big things happening now. Zillow buying Trulia. Now, News Corp acquiring uh, acquiring Move. Uh, you've got uh, Indeed um, Recruit Holdings um, started buying Movoto last year. You've got you know lots of lots of investment in the space, which is always exciting. It, it, it's a sign of you know a, a healthy market and and lots of fun things to come. Specifically for News Corp and and Move, um, you know if, if you read the the press release, you know they say they're going to promote it more and, and use all of their other media assets to to push. Realtor.com. Uh, they said they're going to use some of the really interesting data that they have on Realtor to, to improve their advertising offerings. Um, and, and I know we mentioned ListHub before. They didn't mention anything with ListHub, so it'll be really interesting to see what they do there um, to see if News Corp has any other uh, thoughts on on you know do they keep ListHub as is? Do they do anything different? I know the, the current management of Move. Can I, can I, can I follow up with that? Are you guys? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You're, you're, tu- you're, you're touching on something right now, which our listeners again. This is the type of thing that they love. Um, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this over uh, lots of cups of coffee. But do you think it's conceivable that now that um, you know, essentially, List Hub is controlled by News Corp, and that Truly and Zillow get a lot of their le- or their listing data, the very thing that is the lifeblood of making keeping their sites viable? Do you think? Well, I, let me reframe it. What's the likelihood of, of News Corp not uh, cutting off that feed to Trulia and Zillow? Why yeah, wouldn't it's a, they? It's <laughs> a great question. Obviously, if they if they shut down ListHub, you know, a lot of ListHub's value is in, in to the brokers in pushing out their listings to sites where they get traffic. So that's Zillow, Trulia, us, Homes.com, all the other you know sites with with decent amounts of traffic. So if you cut that off, you cut off. The reason for being for ListHub. So, you know, if 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 News Corp and Move decided to do that, they would essentially be you know getting rid of all that revenue. Um, on the other hand, like you said, the question has been asked by a bunch of people: Why wouldn't they? Why would if your move? Why would you not cut that off? So, you know, I'm I'm not in a position to to put a probability on things, but you know, the question has been asked by a lot of people of of if they will. Um, obviously. We have to be ready for that, as, as, as does everybody else. Um, uh, like Mark mentioned before, at one point we had the most direct feeds out of anybody besides uh, in Realtor.com. So if that came to pass, you know, we, we would build those back up. Um, but well, it would be interesting to see what they do. That, that, that's what made me think of the question, honestly, because you guys are really in a pretty killer position to sort of seize the opportunity, for example. And, I, I mean, you know, <laughs> I can't imagine that Rupert Murdoch's not going to decide to cash in on this billion dollars that he just spent in the highest and best way possible, and that's going to be to starve off the competitors. And that might ruffle some com- some industry folks. I'm sure it will, their feathers. 
But at the end of the day, uh, National Association of Realtors signed off on this, you know, this sale. So, yeah, that is, I bet you that's exactly what's going to happen. If I had a crystal ball, I bet you that happens quicker than everyone anticipates. And that <laughs> will put you guys in a killer yeah. that will put you guys in a killer position because you really, you know, it's it's interesting. Folks don't realize that the whole, you know, portal thing, everyone agents especially new ones don't realize that, you know, first of all, you guys have been doing this for your company's been doing this for a long time. Uh, longer than virtually anyone else uh, as far as the aggregation of the data and the, putting it in a, such a manner that consumers can, you know, understand it. And you guys also feature uh, property rent data, all kinds of interesting things. You know, you're positioned perfectly to take advantage of that inevitability, at least the inevitability in my mind. So that will certainly be interesting. People better be keeping your, your phone number on speed dial if that happens, I imagine. But, yeah, I mean, that would change the, fa- that would change the face of search overnight, wouldn't it, for, for home search? Yeah, the only the only kind of caveat there is uh, Zillow and Tr- Zillow and Trulia have obviously been building up all of their direct broker feeds you know, very aggressively. I think the last stat I saw from Zillow was that they had over a thousand direct broker feeds already. So you know if if lists um, were to cut off their feed to Zillow, I'm, I'm sure Zillow would just you know ramp that that program up more quickly. Um, and I, I I don't have any idea what coverage that gives them, but. Um, you know, obviously, depending on one source, your data is not not a great thing. So I, I know they've been diversifying as well. Yeah, I hope so. You know, um, fact is, is that you know Spencer and his team has done have done a phenomenal job, and they've got the dominance that they do because they're able to deliver something to the you know home buying and selling public that evidently uh, you know move wasn't. So they they deserve their success and they deserve continued success. But I'm sure Rupert Murdoch might have his own. Intentions of the acquisition of Move.com, so that'll certainly sure. be interesting. So, yeah, I, I, for sure. With, the, with, you, with you guys paying attention to, um, you know, I know you're seeing probably a lot of market consternation around the country that we're experiencing too. We're seeing, you know, from our, all of our coaching clients. Do you guys? Are you guys in a? You know, uh, you can be a guest. Do you guys have any predictions um, about what next year will be like in, for the real estate industry? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, getting back to some of the stats, I mean, it's really good to see the decrease in, um, you know, foreclosures, right? So that's a really healthy thing for the industry. And for the longest time, we were looking at that and saying, okay, there was, at one point, there was about 35% of the actual homes for sale were foreclosed, you know, properties in some way or another, or some distressed properties. And that's really unhealthy. Historically, it's been about 5%. And now I think we're at about uh, 10 or 8% or so. So it's great. So we're getting to a, a healthy place. And I think what's happened is, um, you know, people have been uh, reticent to put their home on the market just because of uh, because of that reason. They bought in at the wrong time, or maybe it's a foreclosure, or it's a distressed property, and, you know, they don't want to sell. They want to hold on to as long as they possibly can. It does look like, you know, 2015 is shaping up to be a better year. I mean, first of all, we're starting to see prices are on the rise, which is great. That's good for everybody. We just need more inventory out on the market. Um, and I think we're getting to a healthy, steady state where we're at about, I think it was five and a half months of actual inventory in the market for sale, as opposed to where it was you know, a lot less than that for a while, or sometimes there was a glut of them. When we were at the 35% foreclosure distressed properties, you know, we had eight or nine months worth, worth of inventory in the market. But a lot of that was a distressed property that wasn't 
you know, it really wasn't helping realtors make a lot of money, and it was just difficult to sell, and you know, it took a really long time. So I think 2015 should be a should be a really strong year. I mean, we're seeing the you know, it all gets back to the economy as well, right? We're seeing the economy change, and I think we're at the lowest unemployment rate that we've been at for a really long time. I think it was at six percent currently. So I think you know, those things always go hand in hand. If the economy is strong, I think real estate will be strong as well. It's hard to have one without the other. So I think 2015 should be a, should be a, a good year. Well, we've been um, expecting this to be the very beginning stages of a long-term real estate recovery. Uh, Seven- to ten-year real estate boom is what we've been calling it for the past year and a half. And fortunately, it seems like we were spot on with that. We have as a regular guest the chief economist for Realtor.com, and it was great. He he hadn't listened to the show previously, so he didn't know that's kind of the stuff we've been saying. And so he started spouting off all this really – uh, data reinforcing the fact that we are in a long-term real estate boom. You know that, and real, real estate does have a tendency to go in a seven to ten-year cycle. So, if we have you know new listeners and we have fifty thousand listens a month, about you know you guys need to really be locking into the fact that we are in a long-term real estate boom. We're at the very beginning stages, and if you're not personally experiencing your own personal real estate boom, if your business isn't taking off, if you're not really benefiting from this recovery, then you need to really, you know, look and ask yourself what the heck you need to be doing to take advantage of this market. Uh, we offer, of course, free coaching calls at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So, guys, as we round the bend on today's radio show, is there anything else you'd like to share with all of our listeners? Any maybe questions I should have asked that I didn't? I know we had a lot of questions that I didn't go through all of them. I appreciate you guys going on my favorite tangent talking about uh, News Corp, too. That was fun. <laughs> but is there anything in particular I should have asked you guys that I didn't? It seems like you covered a lot of the really good topics, I guess. Um, I mean, I, I guess the one thing um, would be, Doug, you want to talk a little bit about um, some of the other ways that we've di- differentiated through, like, moving company reviews? Yeah, the the – the one one thing that I'd love to mention, uh, actually two things. Um, uh, first, I want to touch back on the the new kind of generation of buyers um, and open houses. Um, the you, you asked, you know, did we have search behavior and stuff like that before? Well, we don't have any exact stats, but I can tell you anecdotally and, and from what we've heard from from agents in the field is that kind of the new generation of buyers will do a ton of research online. Um, to start their search. They'll start searching, you know, a year before they're ready or six months before they're ready. Um, and then the, the next step a lot of people do is to go through open houses. Um, uh, I read the latest NAR stat that said, you know, 47% of buyers uh, use open houses as a primary tool to, to find a home, um, which is a, a huge number. So a, as an agent, you know, using open houses and, and uh, expecting buyers to come through with kind of a wealth of knowledge is is a, is a, is a very good thing to do. Um, and running an open house and, and you know being an actual person that interacts with these people versus just an internet internet lead is is a great strategy to to pick up new buyers and new sellers. Um, so I wanted to touch on that real quick. Um, and then the second thing, yeah, is, is uh, you know home searches and, and real estate online has been a really fascinating thing to watch in the last few years. Uh, Zillow's you know, obviously was launched and, and is booming traffic now. Trulia, Homes.com. There's been lots of great uh, innovation in search and search and lots of new data online. Um, one of the industries that that we noticed that didn't have that and uh, you know didn't have good search, didn't have good reviews, didn't have good any sort of price search was moving. You know, finding a mover online it was incredibly hard. Um, the the best thing you could do is to maybe go on Yelp and look at mover reviews. Um, 
most every other site, you would just go give up all your personal information to get called by, you know, five to eight movers. Um, so we, we actually started a company a couple of years ago called Moving Company Reviews um, to kind of solve that problem. So uh, what that site is is the listing of, of pretty much every full-service mover in the U.S. and Canada, along with all their insu- insurance information, um, you know, if they're registered with the state, uh, and then fully verified reviews. So uh, the only people that can write reviews on, on that site are people that uh, uh, upload their moving receipt, which is called their, their bill of lading. Um, uh, we don't do any sort of uh, uh, pay for placement or anything like that with the movers. So uh, what we what we set out to do is to build an extremely trustworthy site for, for people to find moving or to find movers, uh, just because moving is so hard. It, it, finding a mover is, is a really hard thing to do. Um, and it's a really, really stressful time. So, um, just a you know a startup that we started within Home Finder. Uh, we launched it uh, early last year, and have been building it ever since. So, you know, you know, at, as these big power you know heavyweights go out and, and, and kind of battle with Move and and Truly and Zillow, um, you know, this is just some, another way that we want to to help consumers and in, 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 uh, along with their real estate uh, searching and, and home buying process. No, I'm on the site right now. I pulled it up when you were talking. The site looks fantastic. And you know what? I, Julie and I moved last uh, October, and man, did it suck. And you're right. Finding a good mover is horrible. You know? Yeah, the, you, you, moving is, I think, one of the top three most stressful things you can do. It's, it's something like marriage, divorce, and moving. So, it, it, you know, it's, it's such a high-stress time. And to this point, it was like the industry that the Internet just forgot about. So uh, we set out to change that and, and, you know, making good progress on it. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. And well, you know, as you said that, I was thinking, why the hell hasn't someone done this before? That's actually that's pretty genius. Congratulations. Yeah, I yeah, assume this you. will eventually be advertising based, so that'll be an opportunity again because people might be searching through for a mover at the same time they're trying to think about put their house for sale. So I can see how these two things will be parallel to each other. It's a great idea. Yeah, pretty much everybody who buys or sells a house has to move. So hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. I just checked my email. Zillow just came out with a uh, press release saying that they're doing the exact same idea because we just mentioned it. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, I really listen. I really appreciate you um, you participating today. I had a lot of fun, and it was great for you guys to be honest and candid about some of these sort of controversial topics. Uh, it is funny how the, our industry is just like it, it's a, a herd of sacred cows. Almost no one wants to talk about really the things that will be directly affecting the industry. And, and listeners, you know, our, our primary audience are our individual practitioners. Our heart and soul is with the, you mostly with the individual agent, but certainly with the individual listing agent. And listing agents, you guys got to be really reading the tea leaves as far as what's coming. Listen to this radio show again. Listen to some of the past radio shows we have. And it will help you guys sort of position yourselves ahead of the crowd. You know, this is a very, very competitive industry and getting more competitive. And this type of information, the type of information that we give you guys, it's so critical. And, you know, these guys are so generous to share their honest opinions about the effect of News Corp buying Move.com. Everybody in the industry said, eh, it's just another advertising channel. BS, guys. It is going to be the most uh, disruptive thing to happen in our industry since the real estate crash, okay? It just is. And, you know, these guys, News Corp, these guys, they are big boys. They're not just somebody who's just dipping a toe in the real estate space. These guys are here to win. And I actually, I reinforce what today's guest said. I think it's actually going to be very beneficial for uh, real estate practitioners. I think they're going to come out with competitive products and a, a very competitive price 
that will put you know Zillow and Truly on their heels. That's what I anticipate, and I would be surprised if that isn't actually what plays out faster than you think. I would suggest that they're going to take some of the things they've learned how to do in Australia, and they're going to apply them here, and it's going to be, I think it's going to be very exciting. And, and guys, I really appreciate you being my co-host today. If our listeners wanted to connect with you guys, how can they do it? What's the best way for them to explore the different things you guys have to offer? Yeah, the best way for them is to go to homefinder.com, and if they want to take a look at some of the suite of products we have, there's a, just a little tab up top for four pros. So they just go to the four pros tab, and you can see you know, a list of all the different things that we have, and there's anything that, that strikes you that you're interested in, just click on the Learn More button, and we'll have somebody contact you. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. I really appreciate it. And guys, thank you again for being my co-host today. Listeners, um, you know what? connect with homefinder.com. These guys, obviously, you know, they've been leading the way for search. I know some of you have been familiar with this company before, but not really realized the depth and breadth in the industry that these guys really have. Uh, arguably, they're probably some of the, uh, I, said, I think, the grandfathers to how to do search and how to essentially bring Internet marketing to the real estate space. And so for that, uh, Doug and Mark, I really appreciate you being my co-host today. Thanks for having us on. We really appreciate it. Yep, it's my pleasure. And and everyone else, we'll talk to you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.